Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Esther chapter 2. Later, when King Xerxes' fury had subsided, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what he had decreed about her. Then the king's personal attendants proposed, Let a search be made for beautiful young virgins for the king. Let the king appoint commissioners in every province of his realm to bring all of these beautiful young women into the harem at the citadel of Susa. Let them be placed under the care of Hegei, the king's eunuch, who is in charge of the women, and let beauty treatments be given to them. Then let the young woman who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This advice appealed to the king, and he followed it. Now there was in the citadel of Susa a Jew of the tribe of Benjamin named Mordecai, son of Jair, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, who had been carried into exile from Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, among those taken captive, along with Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Mordecai had a cousin named Hadassah, whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was also known as Esther, and she had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Mordecai had taken her as his own daughter when her father and mother died. When the king's order and edict had been proclaimed, many young women were brought to the citadel of Susa and put under the care of Hegei. Esther also was taken into the king's palace and entrusted to Hegei, who had charge of the harem. She pleased him and won his favor. Immediately, he provided her with beauty treatments and special food. He assigned to her seven female attendants selected from the king's palace and moved her and her attendants into the best place in the harem. Esther had not revealed her nationality and family background because Mordecai had forbidden her to do so. Every day he walked back and forth near the courtyard of the harem to find out how Esther was and what was happening to her. Before a young woman's turn came in to go to King Xerxes, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatments prescribed for the women, six months with oil of myrrh, and six months with perfumes and cosmetics. And this is how she would go to the king. Anything she wanted was given to her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. In the evening, she would go there, and in the morning return to another part of the harem to the care of Shashgaz, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the concubines. She would not return to the king unless he was pleased with her and summoned her by name. When the turn came for Esther, the young woman Mordecai had adopted, the daughter of his uncle Abihail, to go to the king, she asked for nothing other than what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the harem, suggested. And Esther won the favor of everyone who saw her. She was taken to King Xerxes in the royal residence in the tenth month of the month Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women, and she won his favor and approval, 
more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. And the king gave a great banquet, Esther's banquet, for all of his nobles and officials. He proclaimed a holiday throughout the provinces and distributed gifts with royal liberality. When the virgins were assembled a second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. But Esther had kept secret her family background and nationality, just as Mordecai had told her to do. For she continued to follow Mordecai's instructions, as she had done when he was bringing her up. During the time Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, Bigthana and Theresh, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway, became angry and conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. But Mordecai found out about the plot and told Queen Esther. Esther, in turn, reported it to the king, giving credit to Mordecai. And when the report was investigated and found to be true, the two officials were impaled on poles. All this was recorded in the book of the Annals of the Presence of the King. And so we tackle this chapter, and it's kind of like the second act of a play. The first act, the king was having a banquet, and uh, his queen refused to come, and she got set aside as queen. In the second act, uh, the king's lonely. And so we read in verse 1, later, when King Xerxes' fury had subsided, he remembered Vashti, that's his former wife, and what she had done, and what he had decreed for her. Then the king's personal attendants proposed, Let a search be made for beautiful young virgins for the king, and let the young woman who pleases the king be made queen in the place of Vashti. And the king liked this advice, and he followed it. And so what ensues is an international beauty pageant, if you will, in scope, looking for a new potential bride for the king. Now, we meet a man named Mordecai, or Mordecai, uh, in this chapter, I, I say it variously one way and then another, but Mordecai, Mordecai, you take your choice. This man, Mordecai, was living in the kingdom. He was a Jewish man, and he had a cousin, a female cousin, that was an orphan who he had raised. This cousin was known as Esther. Esther, we're told, had a beautiful figure, and she was a beautiful woman. And so when this proposal was made for a search uh, for the new queen, Mordecai decided to put her up as a potential replacement for Queen Vashti. And so Esther was taken to the king's palace, and she was entrusted into the care of a man named Hegei, who was the person in charge of the harem. Now, Hegei had a broad assortment of females making demands on him, but apparently this young woman, Esther, was of such a, a spirit that she basically said, Hegei, you know what the king likes and, you know, what's the best way to behave. So she did everything that Hegei suggested and everything that he told her. She respected his position. She respected him and treated him well. And so this, um, this man, who is referred to as a eunuch, really approved of Esther. And she found great favor with him. So he gave her seven special servants that knew the protocols for the kingdom and for the king, for the throne room. And so ultimately, this um, Esther is brought in for her turn with the king, 
and the king is very much um, uh, enamored with young Esther. And so he sets a royal crown on her head, and she becomes the queen. Now, this is the, the second scene. This chapter also records a third scene. And so Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, which means uh, that he was some kind of official there in the city of Susa. And there was a plot by two men that wanted to assassinate King Xerxes, and Mordecai heard about the plot. So Mordecai sent Esther word about this um, plan to assassinate the king. Uh, It was investigated and found out to be true, and the two officials were executed. And we end this chapter with the note that all of this was recorded in the book of the annals of the presence of the king. And so just kind of file that away, this story of Mordecai protecting the king and uncovering an assassination plot will play into the story at a future act. But Lord, um, we thank you for this unfolding plan that Esther, the little orphan Jewish woman, has now become the queen of the most powerful empire on earth, the, the Persian Empire. Lord, it's by your will, by your unseen hand, by you um, inspiring her cousin, and her to behave in a way that was pleasing to you, that she was given this position. So, Lord, may we be wise in the days of our flesh in following your lead, leading, uh, in respecting others, Lord, and behaving in ways that are um, attractive to both God and man alike. We ask you this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.